Welcome to Sketch Magazine Podcast, hosted by Bill Nichols, Senior Editor of Sketch Magazine, John Wilson, Editor of Sketch Daily over at ComicRelated.com, and myself, Robert W. Hickey, Publisher of Sketch Magazine and Co-Founder of Blue Line. Come back after the music and find out what we have to offer in this episode. Hey, what's up, creators? This is your old buddy, John, and you have once again found the Sketch Magazine podcast. I am joined, as always, with Sketch Editor Bill Nichols, Sketch Publisher and the new owner of Comic Related, Bob Hickey. And tonight we are talking about self-promotion. How you doing tonight, guys? Doing great, John. This is Bill. <laughs> doing real well, John. This is Bob. What's so, so funny? What's so funny? What's so Melodious funny? Melodious tones. Chuckler, you. Oh, well. Enjoying the time. Your radio voice. Yes. Yes, Bill's radio voice. Mm. So self-promotions, huh, guys? Yeah. Hey, so. uh, have we all figured out how not to do it? You know, oh, yeah, we, we still learn. but I'm sure we've made that mistake many times. Yes. And in the past, we've discussed how it's hard for creators to get out there and push themselves since we're sort of the bread that, that creates on by yourself. You know, most of us are in rooms, studios and stuff by ourselves creating. And you get us out in public, it's sort of like, whoa, wait a minute, what's all these people? You know, mm-hmm. and that's a bad way to be out in public, but. What's some simple ways? And John, I didn't mean to steal your thunder, buddy. No, no, not at you know, all. Feel usually, free. you're the one rolling stuff out, but you know. Um. No, go thunder away. But <laughs> I was going, I was going to jump in before we get too deep. Please do. Um. We probably should just for uh, people who have no idea what we're talking about define what self promotion is uh, in terms of comic books. I mean. The words are pretty self-explanatory, self-promotion. But in terms of promoting your comic book uh, creations or your studio or what have you, we should probably give them the you know Reader's Digest definition of what self-promotion is, and then tell them not how not to do it. <laughs> Bill, go for it, Bill. Educate. <laughs> uh, basically. If you are a creator or um, someone who is basically doing anything, there's a difference between sort of self-promotion and, I guess, self-aggrandizement, you know, building yourself up unrealistically. But there's a fine line that we, you know, in different cases we've seen that. But uh, self-promoting is putting yourself out there so that other people know who you are, what you're about, you know, what you're working on, what your projects are, what your goals are. Uh, any and all those things, uh, and anybody who listens to the podcast or reads from, you know, in my, my case, for instance, you know, they know about Comics Mentor, Artiste Comics, those things, things that you're about. But it's not just what you're about, but how you go about it in a way. Uh, all those things, when, when we say self-promotion, it's not just putting your name out there, it's putting you, your personality 
uh, your take on things, your worldview, uh, your industry view, all those things also are incorporated. And maybe for some people, that's far more than they really wanted, you know, that definition to to be. But um, that's something you have to consider in all that. Um, I know people who uh, who are not uh, say in the industry, and for them, self promotion is just it's ego. They don't. They don't equate promoting your your work and yourself with getting your name out there so that other people know who you are. Um, it's but but that is that can be it a little bit. But because we know, you know, there are some people in the industry who that their ego is what they're known for. So really, their self promotion is a you know about it's about their ego, but. Um, I know that for me, that's that's kind of, and it probably doesn't answer your question. I guess I don't know. No, actually, oh, yeah. it does. I, I mean, peop, what people don't realize, I think, is that when we talk about when we talk about self promotion, uh, we're not talking about promoting, you know, you as a person necessarily. Uh, everyone, when you're when you're a creator, you create a persona. Now, that persona may have the same name as you. That persona looks just like you. But it's not you. It is you, the comic creator. So that's what you're self-promoting. You know, you're nobody cares what you had for breakfast, essentially. You're promoting the book. You're promoting you as a creator. You're not just getting out there and living your life out in the world you know um you're promoting the product yes so that that's probably something that a lot of people really need to realize you know you're you're promoting i don't want to call it a fiction but you are promoting kind of a persona um the persona of you that is a creator so right that's probably something that that people really uh, should remember because you know I have seen people who completely forget that and live twenty four seven and put their whole lives out there for everyone to see at the detriment of the product. And, and you gotta watch out with um, social medias, especially. Yes, indeed. You know, with social medias, and I've used them to promote. And especially at the original launch of Clay's Way. And then I sort of had to pull back on the personal stuff myself because, um, you know, it was like, wait a minute. I don't really want a whole lot of personal stuff out there um, that could connect Clay. And there's just safety issues, too. You got to watch out. But you got to worry about, about what you make public and who will see it. Right. You know, and it could be, you know, good stuff or bad stuff. Um Publishers out there will research the heck out of you if they're thinking about picking you up, you know. And, you know, we're, we're packaging and trying to put a proposal together for Scholastics for the Clay's Way. Um, you can bet somebody, an editor or something out there, we'll get on Facebook and research us and see what we've done. What are we, what is our face out there right now in the social medias? So you got to be f- careful what your face is and how people compliment who you are out there. And I'm not saying go be fake, but not everything needs to be out there in public. Right. You know, I threw out teasers, you know, uh, you know, 
Um, you know, just stuff like I tell him homework to do, da da da. You know, he caught a pass today. The little stuff. Let him be a part of your life. That's cool. But you don't put the whole thing. Like you said, they don't need to know what you ate for breakfast. You know. Yeah, uh, or your political affiliation, or, or religion views on religion. Yes, you know, all all those big all those big no nos that you're always told not to talk about in in various situations, you know, or especially work situations. Those things that you're kind of told to avoid. It's it's the same way with this. Uh, you know, you you got to be careful. You got to be careful what you say. And yes. And who you say it to, essentially. <laughs> right, right. And what you make public for everybody to, right. to see and read and, and view. So, okay, so that's yourself. But if you're going to promote a series, a book, a concept, a property, then you've got to you got to step outside your comfort zone as a creator, and you've got to do some PR. You've got to be that PR person. And, you know, and I've said in the past few podcasts, I have lacked in that department with Clay's Way. We are, we are arriving, we're at 11 months of posting now Clay's Way. And I haven't really reached out to the audience who the real readership should be on this. I've done a little, but I haven't really worked the net and everything yet. And I should be doing that. I mean, we're hitting over, we've done over 80 strips. We are now, you know, and I feel like we're solid now. And, and so we have lack. So I'm personally looking at how do I self-promote and, and sort of taking a step back and saying, okay, what have I done in bat in the past when I've, when I've printed and published and whatever? And, of course, it's doing shows is the most obvious because you're reaching right with that crowd. And uh, we've been doing shows. But, like, we know we have, we have the Internet. So how do we use the Internet? And what I'm doing is I'm searching down podcasts and blogs and anything to do with, with our subject matter, which is um, ADHD and dyslexia. But if you do a book on, if you do a, a comic on war heroes or on westerns or on superheroes or on witches or on whatever, you know, you can get out there and search. There's blogs and stuff going on about those. People have built an audience somehow. So you want to get your stuff in front of them, um, send them links send them artwork send them you know uh, will you please take a look at this um, i'd appreciate your time um, be friendly make yourself open to be contacted by these people and hopefully you can land you know i'm trying to get on a podcast that's called manic mommies it's probably nothing you two guys would okay. ever listen to right <laughs> right manic mommies is a group of three ladies who are I think around their late 30s or somewhere in there, who work day jobs, they have kids, and they have husbands. And it's their crazy lives and the crazy things that goes on with their life. Their podcast gets 100,000 hits per podcast. They have turned it into a huge business. You have to subscribe to get into their history of their podcast. It's big, big following. I want to be interviewed on their podcast. Because that's going to draw people over to our website. Because our website has to do with family, has to do with kids, has to do with ADHD stuff, dyslexia stuff, all that stuff. Kids' imagination. That's where I want to get. So that's where I'm working on. That's like my David Letterman show. I want to get on Manic Mommies and do an interview or, or a chat with them on podcast or something about the site. Those are things you got to get out there and dig up. And there's more out there. I've, we just, I've just started really digging. Um, 
places out there. You guys send out press releases. You know, CR, press at comicrelated.com. Believe me, now that I own it, I'm back there several times a day checking out and seeing what's rolling in. If you want to get featured, send us a press release. Include what, John? A text, image, uh-huh. a decent right. size image that we can use, and a, a link back and contact information. At least, that's a minimum, wouldn't you well, say? Yeah. If At you, least. If you have preview pages or something, make links of that or include a link to a PDF or something like that. that that's a minimum of what you want to include on a press release. But, you know, I know you got ROM, News ROM out there. You've got uh, uh, comic book resources. There's many comic blogs out there um, that you can send off these press releases to. And, you know, hit them once a week. I mean, once a week's not bad. Don't hit them every day. I think that would be excessive, don't you? Oh, definitely. Yeah. You'll, uh, uh, there's a fine line between getting information out and turning people off. Yes. To your product. Um, there because are it a few. Com- it, yeah, it becomes noise. Uh-huh. Yeah. There are a few companies that skirt that edge. Uh-huh. I don't want to name any names, Blue Water. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, they, they, there are there are some companies that get a little excessive with it, but um, you know uh, you just have to be mindful of what you know who you're sending stuff to and what you're doing. Now, if you have something really incredible coming out, or you know, right. by all means, make some noise. But and, and Blue Water, there is give them their plus. They probably get some press. They probably oh yeah they get areas that. And maybe blogs and different things that other people aren't. People who are starving for content probably used it. I, re, I think today I ran something from Blue Rotter on CR. Gave them a little love. Now, there's several of them that I know, you know? No, 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 no. That doesn't fit. That doesn't fit. But it is, it is, um, once a day is a little extreme. Once a week it's pretty good. Yeah. You know? Um, sending out information and, and make sure it's updated. You don't want to send out press release or information on a trade that's been out for six months, unless you're doing a new printing, you got a new cover or something. But you know, make sure it's current stuff people can go find. Either it's posted or it's available to buy somewhere. That's what. And, you do. Or let them know what's coming. Previews, right. pre- previews is always important because that gets the fan base and everybody pumped about what's coming out. I think it's important, too, that um, in any part of self-promotion, this is kind of for everyone, that you be concise. You know, um, actually, it's a bad idea to tell every single thing about your new book. Oh, yeah. In in that, you know, um, you want to be concise. You want to you want to do a little teasing. You want to you know, you want to have a. But you you want to uh, get the information out, but you don't want to give all the information. I guess is the best way of saying it. Right. No, I agree with you. You you want to and, tease them, but not give the whole pie away. That's right. And you know, a two or three page press release that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> you know, three three paragraphs plus your you know about whatever, which in all honesty, a lot of people don't always run those about yeah. the company things. So. That that's an that's up to the individual person, but I think three paragraphs is plenty for a, pl- a press release of any type. Right. Now, 
one thing we sort of overstepped was there is such things as still print magazines out there. Oh, yeah, of course. I was at um, a Borders that was going out, and I was looking through their magazine. You know, and there's still magazines about just about everything from writing to art to poetry to westerns to witchcraft. You name it. There's still print magazines out there. So you definitely want to hit, uh, you know, Book of Millions or Barnes & Nobles or something and check out the current magazines and get the editors and i've always said you get the editors you get the associate editors and you get the newsboys and you send them all something because you never know when that newsboy is going to step up into assistant editor's job and here he's bringing you to the party you just never know who who's going to get you in the door and when we first launched sketch magazine Every editor at Marvel, DC, Image, Dark Horse got a copy. Every assistant editor got a copy. And you could ask anybody about Sketch, and they're like, yeah, I saw that magazine. It's pretty cool. So, every issue. So, definitely look at print publications as a way to reach out. They're looking for content also. But, well, we sh we promised at the beginning of this to uh, let them know not what to do. Yeah. And to share some of our glorious mistakes <laughs> that we've done over the years. So. Well, the worst thing you can do is do nothing. Create, 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 but never stop long enough to promote and let people know what you're creating. And, and promotions may be running a... Uh, a website that has a blog that you make a post every couple of days or something on. Um, that's not much promoting because you got to get people to that website. But it's definitely a way to promote some. But worst case scenario you can do is just never promote your project. And you're going to wonder, why isn't anybody reading my book? Because nobody knows about your book. Um, trying to promote a comic at a street fair is very hard. <laughs> <laughs> I tried that. I'm telling you. It was a little street fair right up from where the studio was. And, you know, they had games and stuff. And we took a table. And, yeah, that was lousy. That was bad. But I've heard of some people who's done well at craft shows. So it really depends on the book. Um, Darren and Jackie, who does um, Ringtail Cafe, they did a dog show and did really well with it. Of course, Jackie draws right there on site. So she did tons of drawings for owners and stuff. But... You just never know where you might do well and where you might fail. Yeah, I heard of someone uh, going to a flower show or something. Wow. And did really well. So you never know. Well, I recently set up at a uh, ADHD conference. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I stood out. <laughs> Very much so. Um, being the comic guy. But my biggest problem was I only got to talk to teachers every two hours. So there's yeah. like way too much dead time for me. Um, so, I mean, I burned up two batteries on my laptop. It was that boring. But when I had them, and I only had them for a short period of time, I, I was crowded. A lot of people were asking questions about it, impressed about it and everything, but then I wouldn't have them. So be careful on the conferences or shows that you might set up and see what their programs are and see if there's always a flow. And it might be something where you come in, you set up at the beginning, and then you pack up and leave. I could have left two hours earlier if I knew how the show ran. Because at the end of the show, John, I'm sure, is a past teacher, oh, you know. Yeah. At the end of that show, they're out of there, man. They've been there all day. They got their time. They grabbed their certificate to show them they were there. They're gone. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> so yeah, it was it was a bust at that. But the overall show, you know, we got some new readers. I still chat with a few of the teachers I ran into. So it was a good outreach thing. It could just make sure you know how those work before you come into it. Well, at Derby City Con, when I did the panel with um, Yuko Smith and uh, was it Bruce Hughes and the Louisville, the guys from the Louisville Cartoonist Society, mm-hmm. you know, they were talking about, you know, it's one thing for them and and because they do a lot of um, interactive things with other people, with like with bookstores and some of the local places because they do stand out because you can be in a comic convention and you are one among many. But if you are at a bookstore or doing, you know, caricatures or, or doing drawings and that kind of thing, maybe promoting your book or promoting the little cartoonist society or whatever, mm-hmm. people are drawn to you. And so that is putting a face on, um, you know, what you're promoting and it's, it is getting noticed so by getting noticed, I mean, you could be one of those people, because um, I know a group that are actually several groups where there's, there's, there's amongst the members, there are, there's, you know, some sniping or some infighting or that kind of thing. And that, that's detrimental because it takes away from the whole, um, it takes away from whatever projects you're going to do. And if other people know about that stuff, then they are less likely to either join up um, or collaborate with any of you that kind of, you know, that kind of, that works against you. But if you are say a, a community of creators or, or uh, like Apple five, we'll take that. Yeah. Um, you know, we had people come in and people create and collaborate. And, you know, I, I've been very vocal about, you know, blessings that I've gotten from that. You know, I still, I mean, I, I still trade emails with Chris Warner. I just did yesterday. And, you know, Dark Horse. So I have an inn at Dark Horse. I have several inns at Dark Horse because I know those, you know, that we all belong to Apple 5, not exactly at the same time, but we have a history. And over the years, we've, you know, prolonged that history. And so there are fun, and other Appas and other creative groups are the same way that people are become a proud to be a part of and that's something that you that you uh you want is people to be a to be proud of being associated with you or your project or your group um you personally you know if you're a friend of someone a sense of pride of that not overdue pride or uh hubris or whatever you know too much of anything but there there is a certain like we've talked about before putting on a positive face for things not just a fake positive smile or whatever but promoting not just a positive action whether it's publishing your comic or promoting other creators that you know or affiliated with I mean we know several guys who are uh, who have studios and one that's like Alpha Dog Studios with Will Callaghan and Mark Stigvar. Mm-hmm. You know, those guys are, are promoting each other. And I see them uh, promoting their books and their, each other. But they also, you know, talk well of other people that they know that are in their, 
not so much circles, but people who are doing stuff. And that goes a long way with me because I would rather be around the positive people, not just about people who are naysayers and, uh, there's a, you know, there's nothing good to read in comics. You know, I've, I've heard that for 20 years from, you know, when I had a comic book store, oh, there's just nothing good. It's like, what? Did you read Watchmen? Did you read, you know, Swamp Thing by Alan Moore? Did you read? Well, no. Well, uh, might want to give that a try right. and then come back and tell me. But, um, I mean, your personal, and that goes back to being a comics mentor and all that stuff, too, because it's, it, it is very easy to fall into the main, you know, that, that rut that other people get into. And your, your daily life can get you down, and that can be part of your, per, your you know, the, the, the uh, personal face that you put on things. It's like you're always beaten down, everything's always... Um, you know, cons- everyone and everything is are conspiring against you to keep you from publishing your your great work. Well, just create your great work. Don't worry about everything else. Just work on what you're supposed to do. What you're supposed to, and create comics. And if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And if it's good enough, it will find a way. And if it's good enough, and you can't find a way, then Write me, and I'll tell you if it's, <laughs> you know, really. I mean, seriously, I, I, I do that. I, I have done that for people who look at their, who want to know, who want a, another opinion that's objective. Because I'm not going to beat you down. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you that something sucks. I'll be more diplomatic, <laughs> tell you how it can be improved if it can be. But I, you know, I have people who write me and say, well, how can I? You know, how far along am I? And there are a couple of people who are there. They just don't have that opportunity. And maybe they are not promoting themselves. Maybe they're not doing the things that we're talking about, putting themselves out there enough or associating with other people. They're, maybe their world is just too uh, too finite. They've just got a little circle around, and they need a bigger circle. Uh, and you're, you're saying you can self-promote by the people you associate with and hang out with at conventions right. it, online it, it's, or right. or it's a studio. I think if that's you, very you, important. Right. If you toss a pebble into a pond, it creates a ripple. Yes. If there, it's in a rainstorm, there are other ripples around you, and they all interact. Right. Or if you throw a bunch of pebbles or whatever, you know, just the idea of a whole bunch of, you know, little ripple thingies. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you had it going there, Bill. Yeah. Minute, just went the other direction. Yeah, he did. Okay. Uh, Okay, look at the Olympics with the five rings. They're all interactive, all right? Sex, <laughs> sets, and subsets, you know. All but, right. yeah, by, by the people that are around you, that also, because it can be a cumulative thing. Mm-hmm. Not just you, but your friends, your other penciler friends, your other inker friends, your other people who are, all those things can, can by association, lift you up. And you can lift them up. And, you know, I again, I, I know people who have said, well, why should I? Well, why shouldn't you? Right. Does that hurt you? You know, people act like that's a burden. I know people who do that. And it, it annoys me, quite frankly. I don't know if you can get that, but it annoys me. Really? Be, you know, work on, work on the positive aspects of what you're doing. But be mindful of that other people are out there doing the same thing. And it, and it doesn't hurt to be uh, 
positive for other people when it's when it when it is due when it you find something that's cool tell somebody that it's cool right you know and who knows maybe somewhere down the road that comes back to lift you up in some way where that other creator by association has thought your stuff is cool too and yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're at a show or, or you know, whatever, and you create. It's like you create a bond there too, mm-hmm. and you create history with other people, and it's a positive history, not one that's just fraught with uh, all the, all the, um, the problems and the the. the I'm trying not to. Um, there, there's a certain person I'm thinking of that is so everything is just so, uh, the industry is conspiring against him. Right. Uh, you know, and, right there you go. Actually, it is your. It and, is uh, your. Or <laughs> and uh, but that is just not true. I mean, you've got to look at what you're doing objectively, and if you can, and it's hard to look at your own work objectively. It's hard to look at your own situation objectively sometimes. Talk to somebody else again. Write me. I don't mind. I I don't mind. I really don't. Uh, other people will tell you that I don't mind. I, I may not get to you in, for a day, but, you know, it's maybe not five minutes, <laughs> but I, I will get back to you if I can and tell you realistically, you know, what you need to work on or what I can help you work on because I don't mind doing that either. So, and, and there are, and I'm not the only one. There are other people who are, who are, out there to help other people or who are willing to help other people because it does not hurt you to help somebody else. Well, I, I think we got three of us right here. This is the reason right. we do sketch. Right. The reason we do sketch podcasts. We, I mean, we're all three creators too. And this mm-hmm. is time that we take out of our schedule. And it it's hard to get all three of us together at now with our life schedules to put this together. But we've done 55 of these. And it's because we care that we want to see this industry grow. We want to see them succeed. We want to help them succeed. And we have other things in the works that will also help that. So there is creators out there who want to see the new creators or the established creators to continue to grow. So I, I definitely agree with you. Um, and, and I agree with you working as a studio. I love working with other creators. I love when we get projects out there to promote. It's easier for three peoples to promote than one. Mm-hmm. But, you know, don't hesitate for the one to get out there and promote also. Um, I, I think something we might want to cover quickly, because we've been going on this for a little bit, um, is, is stages. And um, I'm talking about what do you need to have in place before you're out there ringing the bell, here I am. Come and look at me. Um, one web strip is not a, a, a history. Um, I know I, I used to listen to Web Comics Weekly, I think was the name of the podcast, that Scott Kurtz and uh, a couple other guys, Brad Geiger, and I, I apologize to the third guy. I keep forgetting him. He does Shelton Comics. So. Um, they're saying, you know, your history is when you have 30 of them in the can published. There you're showing history. You're showing you've been around, you've cranked these out, you've got history. So when you've got that much, people come in and spend some time looking at your archives, enjoying them, uh, getting caught up on what you're trying to say. That's a history. 
So it's something you definitely, you know, want to have in place before you go out there ringing the bell. Here I am. Um, uh, now, personally, uh, I wanted to have, we're, we're getting ready to relaunch um, Skystorm Studio. And with that, there were certain stages I wanted us to be at. And one of them was to have a fully functioning website out there that had as much content on the properties as possible. And you can go to skystormstudio.com. Um, it's not finished, but you can check out the front page and see what we're talking about. You can click on underneath a Skystorm Universe. The uh, Skystorm page is done. Our Storm Quest page is done. And um, next thing is, of course, having those things available as a store. So when I bring people to Skystorm, when I start making noise about it, and Bill makes noise, and John, and all the other creators, we have something there, one, they can read. We have content there they can enjoy. And two, if they want to support us or find out more, they'll be able to buy or purchase digital print versions or whatever they want. Um, you know, I want to have a whole Wikipedia. You can click on Sky Wiki or Wiki or something like that on the site. And I've started out, I've got all the characters listed, and I only think one or two of them full has history. Some of them has a little bit of history in it. But how else is people going to be, you know, everybody knows Spider-Man, everybody knows Captain America, everybody knows Superman. How are they going to know your characters? And that's, we have to give them as much information about them as possible. Get them involved in it and the story and the characters and then you can sell them the merchandise that's the comics and whatever else you create so self-promotions you gotta get out there but you gotta have something established looking good to send them to once you get making that noise yeah and i think one common mistake with uh, some comic creators is they'll start making noise <laughs> when the book is still Barely in the pre-production phase. Yeah. And, you know, people, especially comic people, have a very short memory. That's the reason we have new <laughs> books come out every week. <laughs> right, right, indeed. <laughs> you know, that's that. if you start making noise about something and your book didn't come out until six months later, people are going to forget. There's just too much information, too many books, too many creators out there. So you have to really time when you start ringing that bell uh, as far as comic creation because you really need to have something that's nearly done or at least something that you can keep hitting it fairly frequently until the book itself is done. Yeah, you don't because the site, you know, like CR, um, we don't want to promote a book that's six months out only because it doesn't benefit you at all. Right. It benefits you when you're real close to release and you've got it online or however you're going to sell it in place so that when we send traffic your way, there's something there for them to really check it out and find out more. So you really don't benefit from making a whole lot of noise a little early, too early. So, um, And especially, it, it used to be more when everything sold through Diamond. And Diamond had to take orders 60 days prior to publication. So publishers would make noise about their project so that the store owners ordered it, but yet the fans still didn't see it for another 45 days or so. So you saw more of that from the mainstream folks. It really didn't benefit the end. I hate the term indie. 
but I've been using it a lot lately since I've hooked up with CR. Um, the indie crowd, it really didn't benefit us. So keep keep your heavy press around your releases, truly. And you know, learn from history. I mean, look at the uh, look at the image guys. Yeah. If you want, if you want the best thing of. Uh, the best thing of how not to do something, look at the image guys. Sure, they sold a million of the first book. Yeah. Look at what the difference is in the second book. Yep. You know, and the the amount of time between book one, one and book, book two. two. So, exactly. I think John yeah. Byrne came up with the term vapor comics. They were selling vapor yeah. comics. Indeed. Uh, and, and what it, it hurt the industry at that point because they were getting orders for tens and hundreds of thousands of books that never showed up dealers would budget to buy those and sell them and then not buy other stuff so other stuff wasn't getting sold and the dealer wasn't making the money from that from investment that they couldn't make so it was a really catch-22 there but yeah image really came out sort of weak on that wasn't consistent a lot of these creators didn't think through most of them had editors in the past that kept them on schedules or almost kept them on schedule. So, yeah, definitely follow through, have it in place, have it ready to go. So self-promotion, yeah, and you got to get out there. And you can self-promote a web strip or web comic as well as a print comic. And uh, that's what Bill and I are doing right now. Mm-hmm. We're getting out there pushing our stuff. <laughs> so I guess so I guess we're uh, I guess we've covered that. Yeah, I, I think we I think we've done a pretty good job covering self promotions. Um, again, let me toss this out there. Um, podcast at sketchmagazine.net goes all three of us. If you got more questions about self promotion, send us an email, and uh, we will definitely talk more about it. Just what direction do you want to go? What do you have questions about? So, definitely. Um, John, you want to catch us up on the sketch blog at comicrelated.com? Yes, I do, and it, it feels like it's been a long time, so I'm just going to hit a few high points. Okay. Um, uh, the most recent one being tips from a, con tips from a random comics guy. I came across this... Uh, I came across this thing, this video, uh, where a young lady... Uh, just meets a guy at a con and he gives some uh, great advice to her as far as uh, getting sketches, uh, getting a few, uh, you know, getting hotel space, uh, taking care of yourself. All those things we've kind of promoted mm-hmm. over the years. He does it in about three minutes. So <laughs> go check that out. Um, then two videos. I'm a big fan of Eric Powell. I'm kind of a big fan of the goon. So, uh, you know, um, and. Eric Powell manages to do a tutorial and a bit of a comedy show all at the same time. So pretty impressed with that. So check those out. Um, Then I actually have four videos by artist Kahari. uh, I hope I'm saying that right. Kahari Randolph. Uh, They're not or actually five. They're not all together, Uh, but definitely check them out for people who don't know. He draws. Charismagic and Starborn for uh, for Image, so definitely check those out. Uh, skipping over how to draw male lips, uh, how to draw hoodies, you know, for people who are into that sort of thing with all the kids walking around with those on now. 
So, uh, you know, if you want your character to be contemporary, give it a hoodie. Um, checking back with the Say or Psy uh, software again. Um, this one's on how to shade hair. And um, a pretty good tutorial on doing comics layout. And uh, let's see, the last one on this page, I have to give credit to uh, my CR partner, Brant Fowler, for this one. Um, I was away at a convention, so he slipped in a little video of people kissing. So <laughs> if you want kissing in your book, there's a really good tutorial by... Uh, uh, that should actually be Mark instead of with a C. That should be with a K, but uh, Mark Crilly. Uh, who does Mickey Falls, an extremely popular anime comic. So I think we'll leave it at that. Cool. Um, Bill, do you want to catch us up on the sketch community over at CR and what's going on at Comics Mentor? Yeah, on the sketch community, everyone's um, discussing <laughs> the, the new uh, tableau of comic-related, how it's going to change and what the, check, you know, the changes are going to be. I'm just... Wondering out loud and discussing. And, nice uh, work. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And on Comics Mentor, uh, again, more encouragement stuff. And, and it, you know, I'll, I'll repeat it again ad nauseum that if you are working on something and you just need some another set of eyes or you just need someone to sound uh, as a sounding board for your idea or whatever, if you just want to know, or if you just want to know if something sucks, you know, write me. I, I don't. I'm not gonna. Like I said, I'm not gonna tell you that it sucks. I'm. Gonna, you know, I'll, I'll help you make it better. You know, and I, I do have people who write me, and I can't. I, I there's nothing that I can tell them because they're there. It's just the opportunities. But uh, the other thing on Comics Mentor is the uh, the relaunch of the Ursula Sketchbook Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. So. Is that check live? That out. Yes. As okay. of last week. Can I make a suggestion here since we're talking about self-promotions? Video. And a press release to CR. Hey, all right. There you go. Yes. There we go. Um, I think I'm going to hire Bill as my press agent. <laughs> there you go. Since I'm stirring up the pot in the community currently, yeah, I need, I need a good press agent. You need a good buffer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, let's see. Blue Line new newsletter went out um, about art supplies. We're running the art book newsletter. Where I mean, we're blowing out art books at 30% to 50%. If you're into art books, you know, um, definitely we'll get signed up for that newsletter. So to go to bluelinepro.com. Um, it's stuff that we have sitting there, and they're great art books. It's just they've been sitting there. We have a large volume of them. So it's time to move them. So, uh, you know, get those deals. Um, we just got in some cool supplies from Pentel. Um, pens and stuff that I never knew existed. Uh, we're playing around with them. I think John's coming up for this weekend for Cincinnati Con. We'll get him play around with some of them. Um, mm -hmm. We'll report back. But um, some cool things, some new supplies and stuff coming in at Blue Line. And uh, as far as Skystorm, um, you know, Skystorm Studio, check out the site. Um, I've sort of had to walk away. For the moment, because of the CR change, and I'm still trying to learn the business in a CR. Um, hopefully, it won't take more than a couple weeks, and then I can move on with Skystorm the way I wanted, and we'll start having digital releases hit probably early next month. So, um, see, folks, that was a self-promotion. That's what you got to do. Um, so, 
um, that's it, guys. Um, I gotta go over to CR and check out and see what I'm trying to learn over there. So, uh, guys, I appreciate it. Hey, thank, thank you. you. All right, guys, talk to you later. Uh, wait right. a second. Oh no, uh-huh. we forgot to tell them where to find us. You know, I, see, I'm slipping. I'm slipping. John, how can they contact you? Contact me at John at ComicRelated.com. Bill, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, you can write me directly at comicsmentor at gmail.com. And you can catch me at Bob H at bluelinepro.com or all three of us at podcast at sketchmagazine.net. Or you can send me a press release if you're a publisher and you want to promote at press <laughs> at comicrelated.com. So, all right. Take care, guys. All righty. See you later.